0: What's up, everybody? We are live. I'm the Crypto Crow here with my friend J-Rod, the strategist, the programmer, the just jack of all trades uh, in crypto. We'll be right back as we talk about is bot trading really worth the shit? Uh, We'll be right back after this disclaimer. Stick around. What's up, everybody? We are back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Welcome, everybody, to chat. I see Mark Spearman. What's up, Crow? How you doing, Mark? Derek Christopher. What about that ontology price action over the weekend? (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Jeremy Fox Crow. How are you? I am good, man. I'm good. Shine bright like a diamond. Absolutely. There's a lot of stuff going on. Jay McShay. What's up? Slayer fan in the house, as usual. Crypto KC, so here's the thing guys, I get a lot of questions, uh, doing very well, Sammy, doing very well. I get a lot of questions from people and I see a lot of questions online about bot trading and I haven't been doing a whole hell of a lot about bot trading. Uh, Jeremy Fox, loving aquatoss so far, well that's very, very good. Um, uh, we're going to be using Aquatos for some examples because there's some things that I want to show people and I brought J-Rod on. Uh, who's nice enough to join me to kind of help educate everybody as well about some very specific elements to bot trading, algorithmic trading, that sort of thing. But the Grand Dick Insiders, Gay for Crow, haven't seen you in a while. Uh, (laughs) Welcome, welcome. So, you know, here's the thing. I, I, I get a lot of questions about, you know, is bot trading real? Is bot trading worth it? Uh, Is bot trading profitable in such a crappy market where we've got these huge swings like the ones you see behind my head? And the answer is yes and no. Because it really depends on what you are doing with the bot. It also depends on honestly what bot you're using. Because different bots function in different ways. The algorithms are coded differently. and some of them are set up for um, a casual end user, some of them are set up for more um, hardcore users and then some of them are set up for just straight programmers, guys who want to get in and and like kind of code their own edits and mods and things like that. So you can start with as easy or as difficult as you want to. and. So, some of the, the initial things that I want to kind of explain to people is if you look at the chart behind me, the trading view chart behind me, I'm going to make it a little bit bigger. Um, basically, what you see is you see a trading chart, all right? Now, for bot trading to be truly effective, okay, when, you, when you're ta- like, you know, back when I was running my bots heavy, the market was extremely volatile. Okay, which, you know, the price was going up and then back down and going up and down. And even though we were in a bull market, there were still dips. There are always going to be highs and lows in every day. I mean, it it depends on the uh, the candles that you're looking at. Like this is a four hour chart. Now, as a as somebody who's doing technical analysis, they may they're not using bots, but they're looking at indicators. Right. So to give you an example, Um, Maybe I'm a Bollinger Band person, which I'm not really, but it gives you a pretty good understanding as to what's happening. I always joke that it looks like a big colon. Um, (laughs) Now, some people may say, "Okay, well, when the when the price gets down here and if that correlates to the RSI, I'm going to go ahead and put in a buy order because I expect it to go back up. Right, so they might buy at the bottom of a Bollinger band, ride a wave up, sell at the top, wait for it to come back, and just kind of ping pong back and forth. Right, there are different ways that people use Bollinger bands. I don't use Bollinger bands, so I'm not a wizard. Um, J Rod's going to explain a lot of this stuff here in a minute. Um, but let's say you don't like Bollinger band. What I always liked is is the EMA. OK, the exponential moving averages, you're looking at a 13 and a 34. OK, you can see these up here. And basically what this does is if I'm looking at it on a four hour chart, the I'm wanting to see this purple when the purple crosses down over the blue, um, that typically means that it's it's the price is going to go lower. Like it, that's that's typically when, you know, people are selling. Um, well, actually. People are waiting to buy at this point. What the, the opposite of that is is when the purple crosses back over in an uptrend over the blue. That's typically telling you the price is going to start going higher. And like you'll see, you'll see down here, you'll see the purple line and you'll see that has crossed over the blue and, and you saw an uptrend or an up pattern, upwards pattern in price and it came all the way up to here before it started to fall. And then you see that purple line falling over the blue. And at this point, this is when it's basically saying, okay, you might want to sell now. Wait for this to fall lower or watch it. Wait and see what happens. If it starts to cross back up, you might want to buy back in. It just kind of depends. You're looking at volume and then you're referencing that against RSI to get an idea as to what's happening in the market. How many people are active? What kind of price action do you expect to get? So that's like an EMA, that's like an EMA spread type um, thing. Now, what happens is as a typical end user, maybe I'm just buying back and forth based off of what this EMA indicator is doing, okay? I'm buying at this cross, I'm selling at the next cross, buying and selling back and forth. An, An algorithmic trading bot is basically looking at the, you're setting the indicators within the bot to do this all for you automatically, okay? And and that's, that's ultimately what an automated trading bot does. There are typically a variety of different indicators that any technical analysis guy or gal will utilize to effectively make swing trades, scalp trades, things like that. You can define whether you're going to do this over a four hour candle, a one hour candle, a day or a week, okay? Typically, the further out you go, as I understand things, the further out you go, it's typically a little bit more accurate in terms of what to expect in the overall sentiment and market. Okay. So, this is a weekly chart here. Um, and so, obviously, this is just a downward trend. And we're actually, this is a pretty good, I mean, for on a weekly <laughs> candle, that doesn't look too bad.
1: Like He's <laughs> we, like, you know. like, well, hey.
0: <laughs> hey, I haven't looked at the <laughs> weekly in a while. So, so that's basically what automated bot trading does okay so from here I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that everybody kind of has an idea uh sexy piece of man meat I don't know why that just popped in my head or popped up uh first thing I saw um yes yes and yes with a big if you know how to set it up properly for different market conditions and you're exactly right so what happens is You really want solid volatility for automated bot trading. Without that volatility, the likelihood of you acquiring bags that you're sitting on for a while are pretty good, okay? Especially in a bear market like this, all right? So this is just being very, very real, very honest. Now, I can pull up, um, you know, you can even look at, hold on, I'm gonna go to coin market cap real quick. So if I'm looking at coin market cap, I can see, so if I'm scrolling down, I can see basically the you you see a kind of a uniformity in in price action patterns, right? A lot of stuff is following Bitcoin. Some things are completely separate, like Tether, for example. Um, But the majority of this stuff you can see it's a similar price action pattern on a grander scale. Now, if you were to zoom into this, some some projects are going to have more volatility waves than others. Those would be potentially more profitable to trade with an automated trading bot than other pairs. And you can do that. You can look at that by going to like a trading view or something like that, and just type in, you know, let's say NEO, um, NEO against Bitcoin. All right. So this is NEO. I'm going to go down to a four hour. So Neo's been on a fairly decent uptrend lately, but you can see on a four-hour chart there's there's some volatility, but it's not ridiculously high. But Neo looks to be potentially, I would say, fairly profitable on an automated bot because it's going to pick up these like from here. You would have bought all the way down. Now the, this is going to be, and this is what J Rod's going to do. We're going to basically dissect this. Like, let's say if we're setting up an EMA spread. And we're looking at Neo as an example against Bitcoin. If we wanted to basically buy here and then sell it at this cross down, which would give us a pretty decent amount of profit on that one trade, okay? And so we're gonna J Rod's gonna basically show how he would set up a trading pair in Aquatos to do exactly this, okay? So that'll be the first thing that we're gonna probably have Jared do. Um, but ultimately, you're 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 buying these crossovers. Back and forth. So you would have sold here. So you would have bought all the way down here somewhere. You would have rode the wave all the way up, and then it would have sold somewhere around here in this crossover, came back up, and it might have rebought. But even when you rebought, you technically should have bought back in even lower than you would have had sold, and then you could ride that back up. So this would probably, I'm guessing, depending on how you have your bot set up, this could have been two trades over the course of several days. That would have been, that should have proven pretty profitable. Okay, so, I oh, my big-ass noggin was blocking some of this. So, all right, so I'm going to make J-Rod bigger, and I'm going to have him kind of uh, go over, uh, will Aquitas have a demo? Uh, yeah, smash the likes, peeps, because I definitely, I want this to be as educational as possible, because here's the thing, if there is to be, like, I know we had this big pump, in in um in Bitcoin and a lot of people are like could it go further? Is it where are we going? You know everybody was getting real excited and I even posted on my Patreon. I'm like I don't buy it. Like I know a lot of people are saying that this is it. Uh, I was like I, I just I don't buy it. Too many um too many prominent technical analysis figures out there are call have been calling this that we could rise up to like 4,500 and take a big final dump. And when you have that many people. There's just too many people expecting it, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's just the way I look at it. And so, you know, I, I basically said, like, I'm not getting super excited about this giant pump because it all happened pretty much in a very short time frame with no real explanation, rhyme, or reason to it. It didn't look natural to me. It looked like manipulation. And so I expected a dump. And then we did. But now it seems to be kind of leveling out a little bit. But again, I'm not a technical analysis guy. J-Rod here is, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll just put it all on his back and let him explain everything that happened and where the price of Bitcoin's going. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll predict you right now. Yeah, just to set your clocks, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you covered an awful lot. Um, I, so I was kind of making some notes as you were talking there. Um, before I get into the actual you know, screen sharing, uh, you, know, you asked some questions about like, you know, is it worth it? Why do people do it? Um, as part of an overall strategy, I don't see why not, right? I mean, you're if if you're into crypto, you're going to be into some things long term. You may want to make some some short term profits It's part of an overall trading strategy, right? Because there's going to be you can trade on a weekly candle, but guess what? You're missing out on is all that intra-week volatility that you might have been able to get in on, right? Um, you could also say, hey, for the patient trader, I don't want to mess with all of that. I'd rather just ride this longer trend. I want to. I don't want to do things all day. Uh, it's not practical to try to humanly trade five-minute or one-minute candles. You'll drive yourself nuts. Right? I've tried that's, it. That's, 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 that's what the machines are
0: for. <laughs> I didn't sleep at all.
1: <laughs> no. And, and the other thing is, um, another big part of this is, even though you have a great strategy, ask any trader and they will tell you the hardest thing about trading is getting the emotion out of it. Exactly. You, you did all your testing, all your stuff. You've got all your, all your eggs are lined up. You're like, okay, cool. I got this. And then you start trading. And you're like, oh shit, where's well, my stop loss? Uh, wait, hold on. You're looking at it like, well, not this time. This time may be different. I'm gonna go ahead and cancel this stop loss. We'll just write it out. And next thing you know, you're down five percent, maybe down ten percent. Well, now you're in too late, right? You're like, well, I can't sell it now. It's a guaranteed loss, and so you absorb it. Whereas a machine that you told it, hey, dumbass, when it gets down one percent, sell it and live to fight another day. Um, you know, that's <laughs> that's where an automated thing kind of. Can, can be can be helpful. It's also a double-edged sword. Sure. Human you might not have kept rebuying and rebuying and rebuying. Okay. Um so you need tools to keep you out of a, of a of a downtrending market. And so, you know, in my my experience the last few years doing all this, um, you know, more and more it all comes back to market prediction. How do you you're trying to predict the future really to you can't go, well what market are we in? Because if you know what market you're in, you're golden, right? Go long. You know, or go or go short. Um, so the, the key is, like you said, volatility. And and so your game is, look, what is my base pair? You know, Forex guys do this all the time. They don't, they don't have any concept of they care about just dollars, right? They care about a weak and a strong pairing because they're trying to accumulate more. of. The but base. that's the
0: thing in crypto, you, you've got your fundamental traders, which are well, fundamental guys. They're typically just investors. They're, they're, they're saying, okay, <laughs> This company has a great team, they have a great project, a great product, whatever it is. I'm just going to invest and hold long term and wait for them to blow up. And then you have the trader who doesn't typically give a shit about any of that. They're just looking at the charts, trying to figure out how they can scout profits as often as possible. And so they don't even really pay attention to the fundamentals. I kind of look at it as, well, from a fundamental standpoint, those are what pairs I decide that I want to trade. So that if I end up with bags, I'm not overly concerned about it. Sure. But then I'm using the bot to actively trade those things as often as possible and, and, and try to, you know, whether I end up accumulating bags or I'm I'm making swing trades uh, on the regular based off of my indicators. Either way, it's fine by me.
1: Yeah. I and mean, the game is to turn that volatility into more of your to more of your target, right? So yeah, you if your base is if your base is Bitcoin, you're accumulating more Bitcoin at the same time because you're trading into a pair you like with the security saying, well. Should this trade go bad on I me, mean, doesn't matter because I've been trying to play this game of, of, of acquire more base capital to get more target, quote, at the end of the day, right? Um, you know, we talked about maybe even building an accumulator strategy. Anybody who wants to try to, the, hey, look, I want to buy lots of Cardano. Okay, great. Um, you know, I have $1,000 I want to spend, but I want to get the best bang for my buck. Okay, then maybe just have it set to look for dips and just buy a little bit of each dip, you know, uh, and accumulate over time. Um, you, know, you can do that too. Well, not now, but I mean, that's an easy strategy to make, right? Um, I think one, I had one more note. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. The other thing is, too, is you're locking in profits along the way. So, you know, your buy and hold is one thing. Um, you know, I wish Colin was on here. He'd, he'd love to argue about the, the, the validity of a buy and hold metric. But, um, you know, it's pretty common. You know, it is some, it's a benchmark. You have to have some kind of a benchmark. Is it, am, am I trading and beating my buy and hold? Your buy and hold being, uh, here's my entry, and I just never sell
0: right you now and but
1: the there argument are a is lot like, of
0: people i mean the big thing is buy the dip buy the dip buy the dip well sure for people that don't have the time to keep watching the charts to find out uh when the dip is bot can do it you know bot sure. does it for but, you and in yep. a bear market you don't even have to worry about setting it up as like an accumulation mode it just does it
1: <laughs> right you just lose all your money <laughs> just,
0: just turn just, off bear guard yeah. or whatever and you just accumulate naturally like i have been
1: <laughs> um so yeah I mean, that's I gonna cover all those parts so I mean that's that's kind of where we're at with you know it, it's a challenge dude it's not it, it's not rocket science I mean when you're when you're when the markets are great everybody's making money because the markets are going up you know right. you're going along right we're not shorting um, the game then is well who 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 made more right if a pair went up 20 percent, well those I was, that
0: are educated and using the six, right
1: tools six <laughs> right
0: uh, you know, I mean seriously um, when I think about it like when we start when the market turns around, and and money starts flooding back into the market it's going to be the youtubers and the people that are following them learning all the little tips tricks tools what to look for those like we're going to be the ones profiting off of the money that's being injected into the space from all the newcomers it's just sure. a natural well, here,
1: course here's another here's another important part too is that you know it's going to be the tools that you can configure yourself you know if you if you've got a you know a signals guy giving you signals okay but you're you're beholden to this other source to telling you this black box essentially saying yeah you know buy use your money to buy and sell on my signals instead of you know acquiring a tool that you could learn how to use and then being able to adapt yourself you know and, and, and to basically be that's a game dude there's always a winner and a loser you know you want to be a winner you, you need to have the right tools and to know how to use them i can give you a drill but if you don't know how to use it you're not going to get anything done right so that's part of what we try to build we try to build something that's got a good user interface and you know is. Uh, familiar for most people, even for new you guys.
0: You know? Right? Um, yeah, I think I think overall, I love like I I am more excited about the bull market and just the general market sentiment turning around. Um, really, just because I used to have the best time running the bots, man. Like you know, <laughs> I I'd kick my bot on, leave the house, come back that afternoon. Wow, I made six hundred bucks already? Like it was crazy. And so yeah. I, you know, I mean, there, I had days where I made 1500 bucks. And the thing of it is, is when I first, like before I even knew what automated bot trading was, I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. Like I thought, cause you, I would see a lot of people throwing terms around like, oh, I just turn my bot on and print money. And I'm like, that's impossible, <laughs> you know? And well, but in, in a sense, that's kind of how it was like, when I got into that's it. That's how it
1: feels. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It does. It <laughs> feels like I'm printing money because I, 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 I get the settings going. I test it, see how things go. And if I hit it, man, you can have a day where you make a 1000 bucks. At one point, I was trading with two Bitcoin. Like yeah. right now, I'm only p- trading with like 0. 0.6 Bitcoin. Like I'm not trading with very much because I'm still kind think of the experimenting. Best, and, the best,
1: I think the best I did was I, I had – I forget what pair it was. I want to say it was NMR or something. Something, something pumped. Yeah, and I, I watched it go. I made about a percent an hour. Mm-hmm. So it was a, I had a Bitcoin in it, and the next day I had 1.25. And I was like, this is insane. But the, the, the fact of the matter is,
0: is it's, it's real. Like, yeah, it's not oh, yeah. a joke. It's not a scam. Bot trading is real. Now, the other thing, though, that I want to kind of explain to people is you, you see a lot of people talking about exchange volume. Right. And how bots ruin exchange volume. They're not talking about they're not talking about uh, like bots like Aquitas or like legitimate trading bots where there's a winner and a loser on every trade. They're talking about the exchanges using these uh, these trading bots specifically for wash trading in mass. That's yeah. what they're talking about. When, they, when they're when they referring to bots, they're not referring to legitimate algorithmic trading bots. They're talking about their own shit bots that that are used to fluff their, their volume to make it look like they're bigger than they are. And because of that, the wash trading or bot wash trading or whatever you want to call it, it's because of that that a lot of people can't trust the liquidity on the exchanges they're looking to trade on. And so, and not only that, but a lot of these exchanges are working towards, you know, bumping their volume up so that they can go to companies and say, "Look at us, we're doing so great. Everybody trades with us. We're getting, you know, ten million dollars a day in trade volume." In reality, it's a small, tiny fraction of that. But then they're charging these companies insane listing fees for 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 fake volume that's not even there. And a lot of these companies pay it because really, there are very few exchanges that aren't doing that. Um, and so, and, and and that to me is kind of disgusting. But that's the difference. Um, so let's let's go into um, like I brought up the example for like Neo and Bitcoin. Um, let's kind of go over looking at that chart. If, if you can share your screen and and kind of show people, um, okay. So if we were looking at this chart, this would be an indicator that might work for X. So then um, just because I pulled it up and I showed it maybe if we could look at neo and Bitcoin and then kind of look at that chart, maybe take a look at the Bollinger band, look at the EMA spread and then how would I set up uh, like Aquatos <laughs> to kind of mimic the the entry and exit points of that particular chart? Okay hold on let me uh,
1: swap over here.
0: How is Aquatos now um, to be quite frank with you guys, um, when I set, I I run my Aquatos a little different than than I think most people, and different than I think J Rod and everybody else would rather me run it. In the sense that <laughs> I I use no safeties whatsoever. I don't use stop losses. Uh, I don't use the bear guard. I trade pairs that I'm cool with accumulating. Um, if it sells at a profit, great. But in this bear market, I'm not. I have not been actively trying to churn and burn, so to speak, Um, because I feel to be true, to be really, really effective at churn and burn. I would like to have more um, capital in my bot, which I don't need it. But if I'm going to trade it, I want to I like to trade bigger. Um, It's just all personal preference. Um, That is not to say I know that there have been a lot of people like if you're in the discord uh, group for Aquitas, there are a lot of people killing it. Um, but because I've gone through there and I've looked at examples, people are always posting, look what I did today off of this pair and this and that. So there are people killing it. I am in particular not killing it, Um, but that's because of just the way I've been doing it. I've been super, super busy, which is one of the reasons why I have J-Rod on here to help me um, help you because I just have not been spending countless hours with this like I used to, even though I plan to when the market starts to turn around a little bit more.
1: (laughs) <laughs> all right. All right. Can you see my screen there? I, can't I
0: certainly can. can.
1: I still see myself. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So you said you wanted Neo. I had EOS up here, but we'll we'll swap it to Neo. I mean, it doesn't matter. No. All right. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll do Neo. You said Neo. we'll Do Neo. All right. So uh, let me go over a couple things here uh, in the settings. The, the main things we're going to look at um, is your SMA time frame and this low band buy in the aquitas system uh and this might change i had a user actually give me a pretty good argument for why we're doing it wrong (laughs) and i explained it but it wasn't wrong it was just more of an interpretation when you do a bollinger band what you're really signifying what these outer bands are, are are showing you is volatility okay if you notice when when the price isn't moving the bands have tightened up okay so it only it only takes two two inputs to make a Bollinger Band. It takes your SMA, right, which is your your simple moving average. So you you, you put in the number of bars, you know, we're going to count across, and it takes an average of that. That average is this line here in the middle. That's your SMA line that, that, that you define, okay? You define your SMA up here. Why does that matter? Well, because if I make it really short, if I calculate with less bars, let's do 10, you'll get a wildly different chart, okay? see that cuz now it's only looking at volatility it's 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 only comparing 10 bars to do the volatility change i typically like to do it a little longer i think our default's 20 you know I, i'm usually in the 50 range if i'm on 15 minute candles um, so yeah, to be clear it's it's 50 of this number of can of this size candle so 50 15 minute candles gives you your full window that you're uh, going to do your calculation over to draw these bands
0: okay so
1: i'll do it again the second part of that is called it's a standard deviation. So uh, actual standard deviation math is several steps. So suffice to say a deviation is a, uh, a, a space away from the SMA. And you can notice it's the same on either side. So if price spikes up, it'll go, the, the bottom band opens up too, because it's just showing you that now the envelope is open for volatility. Um, so what we're doing with these is we're trying to say, look, if, if the price has gone below this buy line, this byline is actually a standard deviation away. So it's my SMAs here in the middle. I'm 1.24 standard deviations away from the middle line. Okay, what does that really mean? It means when price dips in a volatile situation, you want in. Now it's not always good. If you look here, look, okay, it, it followed the rule. I, I'm in, but it continued to go down. <laughs>
0: right. right, and then b- before that, the entry was even lower, but it exited pretty much on the way to a pump i mean it
1: well you can't you can't predict pumps right so like you have to have a rule set and and, and you know looking at charts you're like oh i should have held on to that but if you cut it off and, and, and make it to where you can only see this how do you know how do you know that's not a good place to exit right there
0: yeah well you know what the, I mean? that's that's where the price trailer comes in right
1: Sure, yeah, you can, you, can, you can do trailing. And now, typically in backtesting, I don't play with the trailing because I know that it's, it's better in live because the other key thing to know about when you're backtesting is we're only th- – these candles are only made up of four points of data, okay? You have your open, your high, your low, and your close. So, say this candle right here, it opened here. That's my open. It closed here, okay? That's the candle body. And then the high is the tip of this wick. That's as high as the price had gotten. And this low part here, this is the lowest the price has gotten. That's the only price data we have historically, unless we're st- storing ticks, which, you know, yeah, that's a whole other discussion. When but trading for- on
0: a larger timeframe candle, like instead of a 15 minute, maybe an hour or four hour, would that enable you to more effectively capitalize on those highs rather than, you know? You can't,
1: well, yeah, you figure what you're doing in a one hour candle, you've now compressed four of those 15 minutes into one. So you're riding a longer-term trend is really all you're doing. If I do one hour over a month with those same settings, I mean I can look and see, uh, you know, five trades. Like, okay. okay, um, nothing spectacular. We can, if you want, we can do a four-hour. You know, do a four-hour over a month, see what you get. You know, again we're not really touching that buy and hold, right? But not, you know, not bad. You did two trades over a month which wouldn't be very exciting to bot on right, right. these these types of things are kind of more meant for a, a scalpers paradise if i do five minutes on seven days let's see what we get there um, yep eh, terrible let's look at what it looks like so and that's because i have a stop loss but i must have stopped out yep i stopped out once right so sometimes having that high stop loss is cool but you know, you get, you get, you'll get nailed, right. you know, you have to, you have to, you have to calculate that in. Um, and I have the bear guard on there, but I can, if I, let's see if I turn it off. This is the beauty of testing, dude. You can just keep. Exactly. I love the back around. testing on this, man. You I know, do. like, see, I turned it off and it's actually got me some more trades, right? But I have 25 trades. Here's one thing I need to look at. Um, I am looking at talking with Jason about changing this guy here. Um, so here's a perfect example of it. I would like to do a different cooldown. Right now, our cooldown is just a one-bar cooldown. And here's what I mean. We entered, of course, the rendering is kind of there we go. We we entered here, we stopped out here, but then I was allowed to enter again. I would like to make it to where this is this is what's called a cross down. So in the strategy config, it's it's looking at all these variables and it sees when price has crossed down below this green line. It should be better if I were to say, look, this price has to come back up above my buy line before being allowed to cross back down. Um, I think we just did the one, the one bar stop just be, or the one bar timeout because it was just a way to go forward, right? We had to have some kind of a cool down. But I'm thinking strategy based cool downs are a better way to go because they're going to work with every strategy. You, you set this condition. Well, that condition has to reverse before allowing that condition to happen again. So like in that case, this would have been a valid entry. And that's a valid exit. Right. You would this this nonsense here would not have happened. Now you may have made some money here, made a little money there, made a little money there, but you don't know that, right? You could it could have very easily kept
0: it could have kept gone them, the other way. Yeah.
1: Right. So right. So by allowing it to kind of reset, I think what might be a better way to go about it. But um in any case, you can see how that how that all works. And so
0: So let's say I wanted to so look since you're using a Bollinger band, you can go down to the chart again real quick. So, yeah. <clears throat> how would I set this so that if I want to buy at the bottom of the band and sell at the top, I mean, that's it. Like I just wanted to hit, I wanted to buy in at the bottom of a band, sell it at the top of the band. And that's all she wrote.
1: We don't have a band exit for the top. It's a game specific exit. Um, So we have to write that in. Okay. You know? And, and you, I mean, you could crawl the band. Yeah. I see what you mean. You might want to say the problem is, just because you're at the top of a band doesn't mean you're in profit. Right? Well, it depends so on where you bought it. It depends on where you bought it, which is why we use a gain exit, right? Because fits. I see if, what if you're it, saying, now we could do a gain as a confirmation. Because, because the we're, top we're of the at,
0: band could technically end up like if you were to correct, buy in. Right. Well, I mean, if you bought in down here, and even if you sold, I mean, it would still be profit. At what point?
1: Well, it's it's because it's because price can continue to go down, and then and then volume spikes up, and then. You, know, you, you can hit the top of a band without with, and still be below your entry, like it can happen.
0: That's another one of those things that, like in a bull market, it's a lot easier to capitalize. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. I mean, yeah.
1: So, I mean, there's lots of ways to do, like I said, like a confirmation would make sense too. We can, we can do different types of exits. This is why, really, dude, honestly, this is why VSB is the main goal here, because with, with a strategy builder, we can allow the users to combine these things the way they want, and we don't dictate what the strategy is. Um, we, we do now because this is the way it works, right? We have to kind of build some ones that make sense and say, here you go. You know, my my uh, dream is when VSB is done, we have maybe four or five like special ones that we built that we like that are the secret Aquitas sauce, but you can also go build your own, right?
0: Well, so I, so I have to make this. So I saw, I watched a lot of these, uh, a lot of TA guys on YouTube, right? It. And they're all pumping Signal groups, join my <laughs> VIP, right. learn my, sure. and I'm not going to say who it was, but I thought it was freaking hilarious. Like I was, well, I watch this guy every now and then just because he's kind of entertaining, even though he doesn't even show himself. He, does, he doesn't show himself on the thing, Um, but I was watching him and I was watching his technical analysis and he's, you know, talking is doing his thing. And he's like, join my VIP group. Don't get wrecked. Uh, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, bust this out and do this and that. He's like, I, he basically said, I just went long, like, I just went long after all this time. I went long. I'm in, I'm in for the long haul, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get wrecked. Join my VIP group. And that (laughs) night, it took a huge shit. And I'm like, so every one of your VIPs just got wrecked because you told them not to get wrecked. Join your, so uh, the whole point to this is. It's like the bot is, it's it's buying on these signals. It's not buying and selling on speculation. It's buying on what's actually happening, right? Like this isn't, I mean, I guess in a sense there is some speculation, but it's it's like um that's the whole kind of thing to the algorithm. Total gain, 145%. What the hell did you just do?
1: Well, this is how not to trade in a bot at least with backtesting. I've had a lot of users, I, I, I just got to bring this up because I've had a lot of people play with this thing and they get. I've seen this get up to like 700%. They're like, oh, look at all this money I made.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, here's the problem. This is backtesting. Backtesting does not give two shits about anything other than what's in the candle. It doesn't know about exchange. It doesn't know about volume or books, nothing. It's just saying, buy, sell, buy, sell. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, Okay. These would not happen in a regular market, not without some, you know, some long limits. Why? Because if you look at the price, there's only a one Satoshi spread. You cannot get any tighter than that. There is no middle ground here. Right? So the books are going to be loaded up with lots of people trying to buy at 23 and lots of people trying to sell at 24. And the only time anything can move is when somebody crosses the line and says, Yeah, you know what? I'll take it. I'll 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 buy some at 24, or oh, fine. I'll sell some at 23. So, the way this bot works right now is we don't have any any limit. We don't. There's no good to cancel orders. It's all fill or kill. Meaning, we're doing a a book analysis and we're saying, okay, I want to sell you know half a bitcoin worth of BTT uh, at this price. And is there enough in the book to fill that? Because if there's not, it won't it won't issue the order. It's just gonna say no. There's not. If I try to put this order through as a market. I'll get some of it filled at my price and the rest of it filled at somebody else's price, in which case I'm at a loss. Okay. So these are really misleading. Stay away from these. I mean, if you want to trade them by manually, great. You can, you know, put a limit order in and, and, and or, or, you know, better yet, you can even ping pong it. I'll show you the ping pong in a second, but um, don't try to trade these with, I mean, not only that, but the, the Bollinger bands mean nothing in a one Satoshi spread. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Okay. So, So here's what I'd
0: like to do. Go through, uh, go back up to the indicators and then, and kind of like start by explaining so that you've got six primary indicators in the platform. Sure. So let's start. Okay. Dual EMA game. Um, That's
1: the one you like. You were playing around with that just now, right?
0: Yeah. I like, I like the EMA to me. I always feel, I have always felt like EMA is the most reliable, um, that's just personal opinion, I guess,
1: but. And for your, for your watchers or your, your viewers, uh, you know, EMA is different from SMA, meaning that exponential moving averages have the first, the, the bars in the front are given more weight than the bars in the back. Um, so it's attempting to try to try to get a better gauge of what's happening now versus what happened in the past versus an SMA, which is a pure average across all of them. You know, um, it'll be, if it's 10 bars, it's, it's you know, divided by 10, right? So um, the EMA is a little more complicated, but yeah, just, just so you know, it's, it's front loaded. Um, so you said, what you, what'd you have? You had 13 and something? 13, 13 or...
0: and 34. So what 34. I've always used.
1: Okay. So we'll draw the two. Uh, I'm going to turn my gain down a little bit. I haven't run this on Neo, so let's just play. Uh, 5% we will leave RSA off. We're we'll trailing off. Mm, that's all fine. Let's run it and see what you get. Okay, so yeah, that's respectable, right? Seven trades over a week, you made 3% versus a buy and hold of, of six. Okay, now here's another interesting thing. On ours, we're allowing you to set the cross direction. And what that means is um, you can have the EMA when the fast crosses up over the slow, you can buy, or when the cross crosses down over the slow,
0: you can buy. Why would I want to um, buy it crossing down?
1: Because you could, what if you're putting spread on or um, trailing? I could, I could, I could look for a dip. Okay, so that my 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 short term trend has outpaced my long-term trend. Uh, and it's been confirmed. And now I'd like to go ahead and buy, but I want to trail it down. And you can try to you can so when you're it. saying
0: trail it down, you're saying I wanted to watch for a buy at the cross down, but not necessarily Correct. buy yeah, yeah, at yeah. the cross.
1: Correct. It's a trigger condition. If trailing is on, this up here, this first part of the strategy is the trigger. And then the trailing takes place after the trigger's been met.
0: That is a beautiful thing that I didn't even know.
1: Cool. (laughs) So the other side of it is, so obviously from a, from a, from a, you know, TA perspective, right. If you're buying on the cross up, what are you doing? You're trying to catch a a trend up at the beginning. You're saying, look, you know, it's like buying the
0: first step of a staircase
1: or trying to, you know, yeah, sure. Why not? Right. Um, and so you can see we've had some and trailing
0: know, down. It's like you're trying to buy on its way down into the basement before it goes right. back and, up. And to be honest, I mean, but I like EMA, that better. I'm going to have to play with that now. Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> and, and EMA spread is actually even better for that, but the EMA spread still needs some love. I need to get in there and um, we got to we got to change the exit condition on that. It needs to exit on on a uh, either either pure gain or a gain confirmation.
0: What uh what what uh time frame? Okay, that's on 15 minute. Just out of curiosity, put that to an hour candle.
1: Sure. Over what? A, A couple month weeks. Is fine. A month. Okay.
0: Okay. Ooh, shit. Yeah. okay.
1: Yeah. Let's see what. Let's see what happens. So it, basically, they were all good except no, I got stopped, stopped out. Now I can do the crow no stop.
0: Yeah. I don't <laughs> use the stop losses.
1: We'll say the crow no stop. Let's see what you get. Okay, so there you go.
0: Four percent. So we're up a percent already.
1: Now up a percent. Now we've you know now here's the other thing I'm going to show you. So what you, what what a lot of people are guilty of is this is called uh, uh, it's like data bias. What you're going to do is you're, you're tempted to sit here and tweak and get the you're, you're going to extract the most you can out of these backtesting settings So mm-hmm. you've got it perfect and then you turn it on and it's like. You know, it doesn't doesn't do as well as it did. It's because you've it's called data fitting. You've you've fitted your strategy to meet a specific set of data. Right and in the future, the data is not going to be the same anymore.
0: See, I don't do that for that reason because I know yeah. it's it's historical. And while it could give you a really good idea as to whether or not the indicator is viable, it's it's on it's on yesterday's news, man. Like you, know, you, yeah. you can never really. So show me an example of the uh, buying down with the trailing on cuz that's a really
1: Okay. So now the the trailing in 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 backtesting isn't as good as it is in real life, right? Because there's a lot that can happen in, in we do we do intra candle trading. So your strategy is going to be based on the size of the period candles you've set, but by default you will be trading with the live price. If it's a gain exit, it's it's looking at live prices, it's not going to wait for a candle to close to sell. Okay. Um, same with the trailing on the buy. So you're going to get way different results, uh, you know, in real time versus versus backtesting. But uh, let's see. So we're doing a cross up. Okay. Oh, now here's the other Cross thing. down.
0: I'm I'm curious yeah. to see what happens on we the cross
1: down. We want to cross count. down and let's do a smallish. Let's do a point, maybe a point two. Let's see what you get. Oops. uh Point two. There we go. So we're at four forty one. So that was three trades. I forget how many trades you had before, but you can see. And this is why, because, again, this is where the trail was confirmed because.
0: So that's actually, I mean, dude, that would have started all the way at the top. I'm pointing like anybody can see what I'm pointing at. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 that's where it started watching. And it trailed down.
1: Mm -hmm. until until it's all reversal because i don't know if you ever watched the trailing video i made but i I explain how this works it it pops open a window and price can push the window down the difference is again in this case if it was live or if it were live uh this tail would have come into play because the window would have been pushed all the way down to here so uh and it exits out the top so and that's only that's a pretty small trail if i put it a little bit bigger let's see what happens uh, 0.5. I like to trail in real time more often, but let's see. What are we at? We're at. Oh, uh, that's the 221, 10 o'clock.
0: All right. So again. do the. Uh, okay, we'll try it next. So now you're at two. So I was gonna say, um, add the, se- the cell trail. Also, so that's your.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Well, you're not gonna get one there. And then where's the other one? You probably won't get it there either, but let's look. Uh, And and, oh, and for anybody else who's doing this, you know, if you're in Trading View, you know, a shift click gets you this, you know, this window here. That's you use that a lot when you're looking. You're like, okay, well, what if I wanted to get here? Well, you know, there's a little bit of a gap there. That's an extra half a percent. So, you know, I could put a let's just try it. So I'm at two trades, two percent. Okay, so now I got two trades. So I did squeeze out that extra.
0: Yeah, see that's that that's bit of love, right? And you got right two trades, but you know you're talking two trade. You're, so you're you're doing that. If you're running, you know, ten different pair running something yep. like that, that looks like some pretty good potential to me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and here's the other key. You know, when you find something you like, you guys can share them. You can go over here and you can save them. You can and you can load them up. You know, you can you can copy the. We have a Discord channel. People can paste stuff and share them. Uh, if you, you know, if you feel like it, but most people it's like, you know, just kind of play around and, and tinker and find their own stuff. But that's, that's how the, uh, the EMA gains. are so very simple. It's just two lines. And, and, you know, we also have like RSI, you can do an RSI confirmation.
0: So uh, while while you're on that, explain those RSI settings to people. Like why uh, what is the, the default where it's at and what would you recommend looking into? Like, you know, looking at the base default of those settings, What why would I change that?
1: Well, because it, it's a confirmation, so it's a relative strength. I'm sure a lot of people know what RSI is, uh, but it's a, it's a way to determine uh, if you're in an overbought or oversold condition. Um, in this case, I don't know what I set at. What am I at? 14, okay, 30, 60. Okay. So I think we need to change these colors. I think we have, I think we have a ticket open to switch these colors because we have red as a buy and green as a sell, when really, it's, you know, usually it's flipped everywhere else. But anyway, um, so here's our values. You can see that here's 30 to 80, which is what these are. Okay, your 30 and your 60. Here's your 30 and your 60, okay? Low numbers mean um, it's, been, it's been oversold. High numbers mean it's been, over, it's been overbought, okay? So what you're trying to do is match this up with these peaks. These, these spikes down here are probably where you've got an extra confirmation that it's a good buy. Obviously, in this case, you know, we've, we've taken ourselves out of it entirely because of the way our strategy is set. So I would say, you know what, I'm going to raise that up. I can raise that to a 40. And that's what that's going to do is going to take this 30 line and bring it up to here. And then you can see how some of those peaks are now within the range. So if I hit run, it should redraw. I don't know if I'm going to get any buys or not. Nope. Um, so I don't use
0: the RSI stuff because I, it just cuts all my, my trades.
1: Yeah. It's, and again, it's an option. Some people love it. You know, I mean, it, it works in some case. Again, it's, it's all about the toolbox, dude. You know, some, if you're doing, you could do things like if you did Bollinger band, I don't know if you, we were doing a 75% buy. Okay. But if you could, if you wanted to do a more aggressive, like a 50% buy with another confirmation, you could do that. You could say, you know what? I want to buy more often, but with a different confirmation in, in the strategy does that make
0: sense yeah Yeah. is this i'm curious if is this making sense to everybody in chat who has an interesting (laughs) thoughts like no i am getting it but i just want to make sure if there are if there are questions i want to kind of give everybody a a second if anybody has questions um and yeah you the um if you click show more in the description of the video there's a link where you can get aquitas if you don't already have it um of course everything's always in my description and i you know um full disclosure i probably should have said this before we started but you know i am i am a five percent equity partner in the bot um so you know and then of course i'm an affiliate as well so um yeah but you know uh, it's not making me rich i'll tell you that but <laughs> it's it's more a kind of a, a labor of love um and and it just you know I, I yeah i don't know what else to say other than that i am yeah. has this has been very helpful. Good. Okay, that's exactly what I'm hoping for. Um, and, you know, look, and while obviously I'm a part of, of Aquitas, Jared's a part of uh, Aquitas, I, you know, there are a lot of different bots out there doing different things. Um, so, you know, for people that want to be able to back test, set up individual pairs, Get real specific in you know what they expect to happen during the over the course of time, um, but they're not looking to trade every shit coin or pump and dump coin on the market. I think Aquatoss is fantastic. I, I you know Probit Trailer always did really well for me. Well, I shouldn't say always. I ended up with a lot of bags with Provid Trailer as well. So I spent a lot of time like I would trade actively and aggressively for a while, end up with a bunch of bags, throw it in sell only mode, and then just kind of wait it out and reset. Um, and so, and I did a lot of that, uh, but, and that that right now is good, I think, honestly, if, um, if you're trying to just trade everything on the market and you don't really care if you've got a bunch of pump and dump coins as bags and you don't, you're not worried about that for whatever reason. Um, in a bear market, especially, I feel like is, is is primed for bear market trading. And I think it's, it, my personal opinion is that it arms you. With more tools for a bear market than the, than the majority of the other bots, at least the ones that I'm familiar with. Um, and by the time I'm, I'm guessing, because, you know, Jer- Jerrod and I talked about um, additional settings and things like that, that I would like to see, he would like to see, and the rest of the user base is looking for, and that's all in the works. So by the time the, 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 bull, the bull market starts to turn around, I think a lot of the things that I think Profit Trailer actually has going for it are going to end up becoming a part of Aquatoss as well as, as feature options, and it'll be a one-stop shop. So I look forward to getting to that point. Um, Crowd is also really good for those that like coins but don't know which ones will do better, like Bitcoin, XRP, Ethereum, etc. You can set settings for all. Worst case, you're holding decent coins. Exactly my right, point. Right, right, right. It, it, you know, you can use it to accumulate if you want in a roundabout way, um but you know, I'm always down to to beef up my Bitcoin position over time if, if possible. But if I'm holding a bag, I'm fine with that. Um, bots can be great. They just do what you tell them to do. They're not magically get rich bots. <laughs> but you exactly can't right.
1: marry them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's that's very true and and you know the the way you set up your bot is gonna be really dependent on um you know the the, the particular pairs that you're looking to trade um how aggressive or how reserved you want to be how risk averse you want to be in the trades um you know you can get profitable trades less often with like bear guard using the rsi settings and things like that you're going to get a lot less trades but you're going to have less likelihood of catching um bags so now this is a, this is a particular uh, indicator that I know Jack Squad about this Ichimoku. I, I've seen it referenced quite a bit, but I've never used it. I don't know anything at all about it.
1: Yeah, it's it's um it still needs some love in the bot itself. the 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 strategy itself is solid, if that makes any sense. the the um, the, the engine behind it is, but I'm not very good at making good Ichimoku strategies. <laughs> It's really, really good at hanging on to uh, good trades. Uh, I've been trying to tweak it to get it to get out. What's, the,
0: what's the principle of the, of the indicator?
1: So, um, so, yeah, I have a pretty long video on it. I did about 25 minutes where I described everything if anybody wants to check it out. But uh, the long and the short is uh, these, these clouds are essentially sentiment. Uh, these two lines here are, are uh, your, your, your Tenkin and your Kijin lines. Uh, it's think of it kind of like a moving average. It's just not what it's actually doing is instead of um, instead of doing an average of all these prices, it's actually picking a high and a low uh, in the past, uh, in a displaced past, and then projecting that to the future. That's why you can see these. You know, this cloud is out here. That data is actually c- calculated here, but it's been pushed out. And same with the Chiku span. It's 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 further back. Um, so it's kind of complicated, but really the long and the short of it is, it's just a way to try to visually gauge trend uh, and take action based on various crossing conditions. You can, you can buy when price has popped over a cloud, signifying, hey, it's, it's coming better. Um, you, can, you can trade when these these tenkan sand crosses. There are strategies that say, hey, you know, if, if this crossed up, if my fast crossed up the slow and I'm over a cloud, let's say, that's pretty bullish. Uh, in this case, you can see it, it crossed down and then you know, actually went down further. Same thing here. Um, I think that was a Kumo breakout. I have to look at the strategy that's in there. Um, but for instance, the same, the same thing that I did here to get in was also the same thing I did to get out in reverse. So it, it holds on too long. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to tweak it to make it to where there's another way to exit out. It's a real big deal in Ichimoku to determine what the trend is. It's, it will eat you alive in a sideways market. It's got to be, it's like the opposite of a scalper strategy. Really? Right. It, it's meant for trend. And so if I, that's why people talk about using it on longer candles. I don't know if it's going to be any good.
0: Honestly. How does it function on a downtrend?
1: <laughs> well, it, it will, it will, it will buy. If you're, if you're a longer term, it's only going to buy once an up, uptrend is technically, you know, quote confirmed, right? Which is why it's more patient. A lot of times though, in crypto, by the time you've let your patient strategy execute, it's time to dump. Everybody else is going. All right, I'm out. You know. Um, so in this case, yes, he still didn't even come close to the buy and hold. So it's a little erratic. Explain I, the I
0: buy to- and hold percent.
1: Uh, the buy and hold is. I'll show you. We'll do. We'll do one hour, one month. Let's see what this looks like real quick. And we can adjust these lines too. But uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, see, pretty bad. Okay. So a buy and hold says, I bought here, I never sold it. It's just telling you what, of course it should be higher than that, I guess. I have to look at that. This says this says that should be around 50%. Where are we at? Mm, Is yeah. it
0: averaging out a percentage over the actual trades made?
1: Well, you know, that's a good question. Um, unless, it, unless it used that in the calc somewhere. Huh. How fast, Jason? That's roughly, you know, 50% minus 22 gets me in the realm of. Right. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm thinking.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a possibility. I, to be honest, I haven't even looked at that part of the code in so long. Um, but in any case, the, the idea of a buy and hold is what would I have gotten if I just didn't, if I just didn't sell. Right. My strategy told me to get in here and I just hold it. Now, is that smart? You know, that's, I don't, I don't know. Ask somebody who traded in September where they're at with their buy and hold. You know what I mean? So it's like, the idea of this, this quick scalping trading is to essentially get your stack together, get your stack up in a volatile market without having to deal with a buy and hold. Maybe you can make some money in a, in a, in a volatile sideways market, your buy and hold won't, but a, a scalping day strategy will, uh, and your, your stop loss should ostensibly keep you out of uh, you know, really bad long bags, right? Um, you know, try to beat your buy and hold. Right. And and sometimes it's just not possible. And in this case, you know, geez, good luck with, there's no, give me an indicator that would have told me to buy and hold this whole time.
0: Is it you know possible I mean? for people to download the bot and just experiment with it without actually having a license yet?
1: No, no, we don't have that ability. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we it's been kind of discussed a little bit here and there, but uh, no, currently the decision has been made to yeah, there's we, we do a lot of videos. We talk about it. We have people using it. Uh, we think it's fairly priced. I mean, if you look at the competition, it's what's, not, you know, what's
0: the what's the if somebody were trying to get the bot right now, like they were going to go and buy Bitcoin to get the Bitcoin to buy the bot, what would it cost mm-hmm. them in fiat today?
1: Uh, 0.05 Bitcoin, which is I don't know what that is, about 180 bucks maybe. Let me see.
0: Pretty cheap. Man, I remember when I was I was promoting and talk using Profit Trailer Man and like prices uh people are paying like a thousand bucks for that
1: oh it's insane yeah and so we think i mean and, and remember this you know this license is a you own it this isn't a SaaS type product right it's you know you, you buy it you have it it's the, the, the the point release versions will work forever as long as the exchange still doesn't change you know we're going okay. to support them for as long as possible so I, I you know personally i think it's a value still i mean either you know if there's people really on the fence i don't know we can about- I, I always tell
0: I tell people in, in chat and stuff when they ask me what's the price of the bot. I'm like, well, it's it's the same price forever. But if you're trying to buy in with yeah. fiat now, <laughs> right. you right. can just buy the bot today and sit on it for three to six months. And by the time the markets turned around, you the bots already made you you know, <laughs> right. It, it, right. It, like whatever the difference is in fiat. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's kind of we, the way we I look at it.
1: And we, we made that decision a while ago. We don't we don't think in you know we, we price things in Bitcoin. We want to get more Bitcoin. Uh, you know, we're definitely crypto maximalists, so right. uh, that's the way we decided to go with it. So it's a you know, 0.05. Now, I, I now of course, if Bitcoin's a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> you know, we may have to think about it, right? But uh, you know, we're, we yeah, that's the said, thing, you
0: know, man. If Bitcoin's hundred thousand dollars, you want a bot that's going to help you accumulate more. It's just the, the higher the 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 higher the price of Bitcoin, the higher the value of the bot. Technically, I mean, if you think right. about it. It's like because if Bitcoin's 100 grand and you've got a bot that can help you accumulate more over time, you're literally printing money and there is value to that. So I don't know. I mean, the, it's kind of like everything else. It's like you can either get the bot now, and if you want to wait for a, a bear market or a, or a bull market, rather, or you want to wait until the next bull run. Well, you've got it. You just keep updating it with the updates and experiment with it until you get confident and all that. But anyway, I don't want this to be an infomercial. I was just kind of... Nice. I'm like, you know, people are asking, you know, can you get a, a, a you know, a trial? And I, I, I wasn't sure, to be honest. So what's the trailing ping pong? Like, what is... For somebody that just wants to see their bot dinging and donging constantly with effective trades, regardless of... You know, like yeah, wow, okay, 50 percent. Now, yeah, again,
1: it, well, it's not because i I picked a specific pair to do this with, right? Oh, I,
0: oh, you're, yeah, BTT.
1: I'm back to BTT again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what we need to do to make this more uh, usable is Jason's working on editing live pairs. So, currently, the way it works is you, you set this thing up, you, you got you got it in live trading, uh, it's pretty much set. You know, you don't you don't get to change the parameters of a of an actively trading pair, so. On the board that we're working on now is the ability to edit the trades live, and this opens up a couple of things. Um, one, it opens up. We had a lot of people love to sit here and just put this on a screen and go in and, and they want to change the price. They want to make their own windows, right? It's kind of like bot-assisted trading. They want to, they want to, they want to get in there and tinker and, 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 and in real time change these things, but then let it go for a couple hours or whatever um, because of the trailing. So. That's what's cool about it is you can set your own window and yet this, again, when you, when you have a trail, it's a trigger. So if you, were, if you wanted to trigger here and it went lower, you would get that lower price, hopefully. Um, but it's not terribly useful when uh, we don't have live editing, right? Because it's pairs will get out of the range that you set and then it doesn't do anything, right? Once it's out of this, this range isn't dynamic, it's static. So we'd like to make that uh, you know, dynamic um which brings it in line with some competitive products um i won't name any names but there's another product out there that does pretty much that and people love it right it's like we already have that it's not a big deal um we probably need to get a trailing stop in because we're doing trails on buys and sells we are not doing a trailing stop loss which would actually help i can do another thing when we get that put in i'd love to talk to you about it um but this is more like, hey. Um, we knew that there was a need for people to set their own buy and sell. It's just a real simple strategy, um, but not terribly useful until we change the, um, the editing live. Um, and that, sh- okay, there's the EMA spread. So let me load up, what I have on here? Load settings. Oh no, I have none. Okay, oh well. Well, let's run one. So the difference here is, we, again, we still have two EMAs, a 12 and a 26. This is the buy spread. What that's doing is it's looking to, uh, let's just pick one. Okay. It's looking at the spread of difference between these two lines, your fast and your slow. Okay. Your fast has dipped below the slow by approximately 2.88%. Okay. I have it set at 0.2, but because built into the strategy is. A kind of a trail. Our spread has logic inside of it to, to follow all of this and try to get it at the lowest point, which you can see it did there pretty well. It thought it was uptrending right there. Um, so the the other thing is <laughs> the exit is set by a positive spread, which we need to fix. I want to make that a gain, like we talked about that earlier, but to get it on, on, a, on a negative dip, the spread is really, really good, dude. I like it
0: a lot, but um, could be, EMA could be. spread is what I—that's pretty much the only indicator that I use for profit trade.
1: Yeah, I mean that's yeah, it's it's it, and you can kind of do it other ways, but you know again, this is all really built in. We're giving the user just a few, just a handful of things to to change, and and the defaults are usually fine to start with. Uh, we had some internal arguments and discussion and fun about trailing a trail, <laughs> because really, you know, the trailing is kind of built into the strategy already. I, I can't really show you, but it it does it 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 actually looks for. As it's coming down 947%.
0: It.
1: What? Oh yeah. That's that's broke. What happened there? Yeah, that's what? Yeah, that's not good. Bug fix. Yeah, that's not, that's definitely not right. Um, and that actually that's not even look at the mm-hmm. it's like it just didn't calculate it right. Oh well. Try it again. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's the problem right there. It's it's calculating fees wrong for that one. Uh, I have to look at that. I'll make a note right now. EMA spread. Okay. Good news is that doesn't affect the trading engine at all. That's just a calculation. Yeah. It's a visual thing. But um, in any case, that one's pretty cool too. So.
0: Yeah, I've noticed too that I'll experiment, but oftentimes I got to the point where I would just throw it on an indicator, load up the default, and hit run, and that was typically more profitable than like my experimented.
1: Study. You know what's funny? We had a user, I, there was a user that said he made an obscene amount of money. And I'm like, really, dude? I said, what'd you use? And he says, pretty much your defaults.
0: Said, the defaults yeah. are pretty, yeah. <laughs> like.
1: And he showed me, he showed me this. I mean, I've seen the results and I was like, oh, all right. You're not lying.
0: I mean, the, the, the reality is, is that my, in my opinion, I would I would say that just about any setting configuration can be profitable in the right market. It's the sure. the, 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 the the question is, what is going to be the most profitable within the same time frame? So that's yeah. where you're trying yeah. to fine tune things. How to get the and most trades? To, yeah,
1: and that's where it's really hard to to compare apples to oranges with with products, right? Because it's you can't really lay them against each other because you don't know how the guts work, right? Unless everybody exposes all their guts and says, "Yeah, okay, you know, we're we're now on the same page." Um, yeah, market sentiment is huge. You know, knowing what market you're in, and that's why the live editing of trades is kind of a, a big deal for us because it also opens up. Dynamic adjustments. Um, For instance, you know, you have to set your trailing value, right? But what if you could set your trailing value based on things like upside volatility? You know, I don't know if anybody has ever used the feeder product, but that's really all that's doing is it's, it's editing profit trailers configs in real time. Right. And so, and because it's using this, this text-based file, you know, all it's really doing is overwriting that over and over and over again. So we can do the exact same thing just better because when we have a, we have a, Better database, but but once we can edit a, tra- a trade live, we can then feed it in dynamic data to then change the trades in real time. So you might say, okay, uh, if I if I've got lots of high wicks on all this, uh, as it's trending up, well, that's upside volatility. Therefore, I may want to expand my sell window by a little bit. You know, we can we can you know get the get our math wizards on what that number should look like. You know, to dynamically get you better trading, uh, trailing on the way up or the way down based on the previous activity in the, in the, in the pair and do all that on, in real time. You, you don't have to sit there and figure that out. The machine could do that for you. Um, so that's the kind of thing we're looking at for, for some of this, but um, this pair actually didn't do bad. Yeah. It's, it's an 845 against a 975 buy and hold. That's, that's really not terrible.
0: CMA spread, right?
1: No, that's back to Bollinger Bands. Oh, Yeah.
0: Um, a well, couple of questions that I had, and and then we'll we'll probably wrap this up. Is um so no uh, question number one, are future upgrades free?
1: Yes, yes. For the 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 way the licensing works is, we're doing major point releases. So like right now we're on one point X, right? So you buy that license, we want to do major upgrades every about eighteen months, twelve to eighteen months. So. Your version will never expire, but once we get to the next point release, or not the, the major release, you know, one to a two, you know, we're no longer going to upgrade the old version. We're not going to turn it off, but upgrades won't happen to that version. You'll have to upgrade to a new license. You know, Existing license holders get a discount. You know, VIP guys get a little bit of a better discount. Um, but that's just because that's the way to, you, we have to do it to keep building software. Yeah, it's better
0: than a monthly fee.
1: Yeah, there's no monthly fee. And like I said, and within that window, we're upgrading all the time. So yeah, we're not we're not nickel and diamond yet. It's it's like you buy it.
0: And realistically, if you have the bot, you're running it for 18 months. If you haven't made enough money to make up for
1: yeah, the upgraded maybe, version, <laughs> and something's wrong. Maybe it's not for you. <laughs>
0: right. It might might be time to just turn it off and, and call your financial advisor. Just um, give
1: me your money. I'll yeah, I'll deal with it.
0: Uh let's see. Yeah, it's on Binance. Well, you can you can trade on uh, different exchanges, I think. But right now, it's primarily used for Binance. It's gonna be set up. I'm 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 guessing it's gonna be set up on Crow's Nest X when when it launches. But um, there won't be as many pairs to trade on Crow's Nest X initially. I mean, it could be. We'll see what gets uh, what what gets set up there. But um, so. Um, all right, cool. I, I think this was good stuff, man. I think this was actually I actually learned some things. There were some things that I still hadn't figured out or, or seen. So um that, that this is a good video.
1: Good. Yeah. I'm glad
0: Pick it. <laughs> uh and it and it seems like the the audience, the the, the viewers uh, have enjoyed it quite a bit. All right, as well. and if anybody
1: listen, if everybody wants to dork out with us, you know, we do our own little stream, we do the round table, we'll do we you know, we talk about just regular crypto stuff. And then, um, you know, you, I do the videos on the, the bot itself. You know, I'm trying to be uh, as, as explanatory as I can without, you know, getting too crazy. Right. You know, I, I don't know who the audience is. That's a problem with making some of these instructional videos. It's like where do you start. You know, you, you, do, you start too low and people turn off. You start too high. Nobody knows what you're talking about. So it's I, I think phone. the
0: sweet spot, and, and this is an experiment that I want to try and run. Um, especially when the market starts to really turn around a bit. I want to see like, if I bought the bot and traded with $100, what could I turn that $100 into in 30 days? That is going to be an experiment I'm going to do uh, at some point in the future. Because I think that is, you know, for if you can, if you spend a couple hundred bucks on the bot, you, like if you got 300 bucks, you you buy the license, you start trading with $100, how long does it take for you to break even? and then from there how long does it take you to like double your your money overall and i think that that is going to be a sweet spot for a lot of newcomers that don't know anything about bot trading they're not going to risk a lot in a bot they don't get or understand yet
1: right no we don't problem. want them to right <laughs> we don't want yeah, them to yeah right? I mean,
0: exactly so you know i think 100 bucks is going to be the sweet spot like if you could turn a 100 bucks into like 5 or 600 bucks in a in a you know fair amount of time um i think that'll get a lot of people to at least buy the bot and learn it and, and really establish a foundational knowledge of it. And then they'll start using more and making more. And I think that's, that'll be a good starting point. So at some point in the future, I'm going to try that test.
1: Yeah. I said, our, our idea was just to try to make something that was easier for people to use. I mean, it was just, there's so much out there. There are some power tools out there, but you know, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of them are pretty, uh, you know, pretty tough, you know, that, that's just our opinion
0: yeah I experimented with a lot of stuff back in the day i I spent some money on different bots, and you know most of them I didn't even talk about because I just right. they, they just they did me nothing. They did not me no good, but they cut my money. i mean it's and funny because a- i I actually bought the what so the the first license I bought was for um something called Leonardo. Wasn't even really yeah. an auto trader. I had
1: Leo, I had Leonardo. Yeah, yeah.
0: like I, I started playing with that. I'm like, well, this is kind of cool, but it's not really doing anything. So Yeah,
1: it's pretty bad, it's pretty bad.
0: And then I got Gunbot. Um Gunbot I know made some people money, but it I just I found it to be just a complete waste of time. And like I, I messed with that for three days, did everything I could to learn, to understand, and then and then that's when I found Profit Trailer. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Holy cow!" And I started banking. Like, well, it's funny, like- you know,
1: profit. Profit was actually was that came out of Gunbot. Like, oh, it did. Yeah, the, Elroy was Elroy was actually trying to help him fix his code. There was some problems with a uh, with 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 Poloniex way back in the day, and you know that developer wouldn't listen. And so Elroy was finally like, "I'll just build a proxy," and he built this proxy that the Gunbot would go through, and then realized that huh, I'm only a few steps away from just making it a bot. Like I don't need it to be a proxy. It was already rewriting all the gun bot commands so that it would work. Uh, and that kind of turned into the, the, the gun bot community proxy turned into profit trailer. So,
0: wow, I did not know that history. Yeah. Yep, yep. Wow. Well, my hope is that Aquatoss is gonna be the leading bot in the next bull run. I want to I see, I I like see 50,000 people running Aquitas, making trades. <laughs> so, uh, J-Rod, man, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, everybody. It's great to see everybody in chat. Uh, I'll be back uh, probably later in the week with some pretty significant updates on what's going on because I've got a lot of stuff happening. Um, and, um, yeah, grow your coins. Love you, miss you, mean it, and I'll see you guys soon. Have a good evening.